Hello, hello. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Oz on Air, the Ballad of a Growing Black Girl podcast. I'm your host, Ozriel, and today is March 9th, 2022, and it's currently 6.17 p.m., and I am in my favorite place to record, which is my mom's car. So let's go ahead and hop right into this episode. So today I'm going to title this episode, How God is Making Me Love Myself. As most of you know, I'm on this self-love journey. I have a self-love episode, which is the third episode, that goes more in-depth as to why I never loved myself and the things that I was doing in order to help me fall in love with myself on an unconditional scale. But today I wanted to go in on kind of the Christian perspective, the biblical perspective on self-love. So... As a Christian, I feel that you get another door that shows you why you should do things, why you should do and believe positive things like loving yourself. And so I'm continuing to learn my identity in Christ, and it's shown me plainly that I should love and view myself positive, but not to a point that is conceited or narcissistic. So in this episode, I'm just going to give some points, some truths on why you should love yourself as a Christian if you're somebody who's struggling with low self-esteem or feeling unworthy or unloved, this is the episode for you. I'm in that same boat. Trust me, you're not alone. So we're going to get through this together and I'm going to go ahead and hop into these points. The first is that Jesus died for you. He literally died for you and your sins. He looked at you. He looked at many people, but specifically we're talking about us as an individual. So he looked at you and said, that you were worth dying for. Jesus didn't have to die. He was sinless. He was perfect. He didn't have to die for other people's sins. But he looked at you and said that this is worth it. They are worth dying for. Because before that, when people had sinned over and over again, they would sacrifice. They would make sacrifices such as animal sacrifices in order to atone for their sins. And this is in the Bible. Jesus was our lamb. So even though for many years before, many people were, were sacrificing their own lambs to atone for their sins, Jesus was our sacrificial lamb. He was our ultimate sacrifice. And so now we're to the point to where we don't even have to sacrifice animals and such for our sins. Jesus became the bridge between God and and imperfect humans to have a deep connection and relationship with. And I thank Jesus for this. We don't have to go sacrifice animals and do all these things every time we sin. We can just go to God, confess our sins, and turn away. So I need you to understand that, that as a Christian, Jesus died for you, and he died for your sins. And most people, when they sacrifice things, They sacrifice for who? People that they love. So Jesus loves you. He literally loves you. He paid the ultimate sacrifice that anyone could ever do for someone, which is lay down their life. And so if this does not show you that you are loved and worthy, I do not know what will. Please understand this. Jesus loves you and he sacrificed himself for you. He died for you. Another thing is that God says to not only forgive others, but also forgive yourself. And you might be thinking, what does forgiveness have to do with this? Well, 
If you've not forgiven yourself for something and you're walking around with guilt and shame every day, it's a little hard to love yourself, don't you think? So in order to love yourself, you have to forgive yourself for your wrongdoings and your mistakes that you've made in life. Because it is not fun to live life every day constantly reminded of the things that you did that hurt others or hurt yourself. It's crippling. And that is not love. That's not showing love to yourself. So I'm going to need you to forgive yourself. To put what happened in the past in the past. Keep it there in the past. And move on. And I know this might be hard because maybe you have realized that you've done wrong to someone and you apologize and they haven't forgiven you. But if you've gone out of your way to apologize to that person and you've confessed what you did to God, you have to move on. You may never get to mend that relationship or hear that that person forgave you, but you have to forgive yourself. You shouldn't just go out and live your life and love yourself once that person has forgiven you because they may never forgive you. And that's a horrible life to live, to just wait For someone to forgive you and it's crippling your daily life every single day. You have to forgive yourself even if that person didn't forgive you. And understand that if you've confessed that sin to God, if you confess what you did to that person to God, he will forgive you. Because God does not view you as a record of wrong. And so you should not view yourself as a record of wrong. And I know that I'm preaching to to y'all, but honestly, I'm preaching to myself because guilt and shame and forgiving myself is something that I still struggle in. As Christians, one of the first things that we learn is to forgive others, love others and and to forgive them, to make room for their faults. And so not only do you have to forgive others and make room for their faults, you have to forgive yourself and make room for your faults because you understand that other people are human and that they'll make mistakes You have to do the same for yourself. Understand that you are human and you have to make room for your mistakes. Because if your friend did something wrong and they were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I'm so stupid. Why would I do that? This is awful. You would probably look at them and be like, whoa, calm down. You're human. You make mistakes. It's okay. Please do not beat yourself up. You may say that to a friend, but then turn around next week and beat yourself up for making a mistake. We are so hard on ourselves. As human, we are harder on ourselves than we are to others, than we are hard on others, which is understandable. But I really need you to understand that just as you would talk to your friend when they've made a mistake, you have to talk to yourself like that. You have to forgive yourself just like you would forgive other people. And so please understand that you are not a walking record of wrong. You're human, you make mistakes, you're sinful by nature, but you are not just this this being of wrongdoing. Because God does not view you that way. He doesn't look at you as a record of wrong. He understands that you're human and that you're flawed and you make mistakes. But he still loves you and he still sees good in you and he still favors you. And you have to understand that. And you have to see good in yourself. So please forgive yourself. Forgive yourself to the, for the things that you've done to others and that you've, done, that you've done to yourself. Keep it in the past. Apologize to people if you 
if you need to, but understand you may not you may not get the response that you want, which is them forgiving you. And also confess what you did to God as well. And then tell God that you want to forgive yourself and to show him, ask him to show you how you can forgive yourself. Because it's not fun to walk around feeling guilt or shame all the time. That is not loving yourself. That is not self-love. Another thing is that God accepts you with open arms no matter what. It says in the Bible that nothing can separate God's love from you. Nothing. Nothing in the world and out and out the world can separate his love from you. No matter how many times you sin over and over again for something, he still accepts you with open arms every time you run back to him. And don't do it to where you take advantage of him, but understand that he accepts you with open arms, which means that he loves you unconditionally. No matter how many times you sin or, you know, no matter how many flaws you have, he loves you unconditionally and he accepts you with open arms. And so I want you to know that in order to love yourself, you have to accept yourself. Not only just the good parts that you like or admire, but the ugly parts, the mistakes that you've made, the traumas that you've been through, the toxic traits that you have, all these things, you have to accept yourself. Obviously not to the point to where you think you're perfect and you don't need to change, but in order to grow, you must accept yourself on the level that you're on. You cannot hate yourself into growing and betterment. You cannot hate yourself into loving yourself. And this is a big problem that this society has. Has They, they think that they have to hate themselves and talk down on themselves in order to get things done. They use fear and hate as a motivator for them to achieve goals. And I just don't think it has to be that way. Why choose something negative and unhealthy to motivate you when you can have something that is positive and healthy to motivate you? You should not be looking in, into the mirror saying how much of a fat piece of crap you are in order to get you into the gym. You should look yourself into the mirror and say, this is my body. I accept this body. I love this body to where it is right now. But I do know that there are things that I can do to help get me more into shape. God wants me to be healthy and to be into shape. So I'm going to go into the gym to get more into shape. Boom. I guess, I guess hating and fear does work as a motivator, but... I don't feel like it's a permanent motivator that you should use. I feel like it's more damaging than anything. I feel like if that's a reason why lots of people deal with eating disorders and things like that. I just feel like you cannot be negative and hate yourself. You cannot be negative in order for something positive to happen. You can't hate yourself in order to grow. That just doesn't work. You have to accept yourself where you are now, but also push for betterment. It's a balance. And so I want y'all to understand that you have to accept yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, just as God accepts the good and bad, the good, bad, and ugly that you have. Obviously, God accepts you, but he does not like sin, and he does want you to evolve and become a better person. So like I said, there is that balance, and you should do the same. You should accept yourself and love yourself where you are now on your journey and in your process, but do not be stagnant. Still push for growth and don't use unhealthy things and negativity as motivators. And another thing is that God made you in his image. 
do not view yourself as something that is just completely negative or someone that is just completely negative and has no no positives that car <laughs> I am outside so it makes sense but like I said God made you in his image and so you cannot just view yourself only through a negative lens we know that God is great we know that God is good and amazing and so if you're made in his image there are good great and amazing qualities within you yes you are a human So you are sinful by nature, you're flawed as an individual, but there are also great qualities within you because you were created by God. And so I don't want you to focus so much all the time on these negative attributes that you have and these flaws that you have, but more so the positive things, the things that you bring to the table. And I'm talking to myself because I struggle with this. I do tend to dwell on negativity and what I lack more than positivity and what I bring. And I've been told this multiple times by people that I need to look at the things that I bring. Look at the positive. Look at the bright side. And so I want you to understand that. That you're literally God's child and you're made in his image. And if God is so great and amazing... There are so many great and amazing things within you because you were made in his image. Please understand that and know that God is love. He is literally love. And if we're made in his image, we are made to love others and to be loved by others. And so we should love ourselves. Please understand that. You are literally a child of God. He is the king of all kings. That is amazing. You are of high value. You are so worthy. And he admires you and he loves you and he views you as a masterpiece. Even despite your flaws and your mishaps, he still views you as his child and as a masterpiece. So view yourself as his child and a masterpiece. I am preaching to the choir right now. (laughs) And I'm preaching to myself because I need to hear it. Like I said, a lot of these things that I talk about on this podcast, I've not fully overcome. Like, I'm not fully over the other side of the mountain. I'm still struggling to climb that mountain just like y'all are, honestly. (laughs) But I really wanted to make this episode because it was so important. And it was, I just felt like it was so important to make for others and for myself. I really feel like this topic needed to be talked about. And so, please understand that Jesus loves you unconditionally. He literally died for you. He died for you and your sins. And sacrificing your sacrificing and laying your life on the line for someone is an ultimate sacrifice to make. And most people make sacrifices for people that they love. So Jesus loves you and he made the ultimate sacrifice for you because he saw that you were worth it. Also understand that you need to forgive yourself. Just as you would forgive other people and God has forgiven you, you need to forgive yourself. Guilt and shame cannot be a part of a self-love journey. You have to leave the past where it is and forgive yourself and move on. Even if you apologize to people and they do not accept your apology, you still have to move on. Do not view yourself as a record of wrong because God does not view you as a record of wrong. And God loves you. And he is love. 
and you are made in, in his image. There are great qualities and things that you have because you were made in his image. And because he loves you and sees you of high value and he, he thinks that you're worthy, you have to understand that you are of high value and worthy. And understand that God accepts you with open arms and that nothing can separate his love from you. And so if he accepts you, despite your flaws and, and all the traumas and things that you've been through in life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you have to accept yourself as well. Okay, <laughs> I think that is all that I have to say in this episode. I do hope that this resonated with someone. Please understand that you are worthy and that you are loved unconditionally. You are worth it. You are not unlovable, even though you are a very flawed individual, which all of us are. That does not mean that you don't deserve love and don't deserve to feel love. So you're loved and you should love yourself. You are worthy, understand your worth, and you are of high value. There are things you bring to the table and you are valued by others and by God. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great week. And I will see y'all next week with another episode. Bye!